Welcome to episode four of season two of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits to improve their lives. Are you guys ready for building habits? Last episode, we covered the idea of choosing what habit is right for you and deciding amongst all of the different habits that books and websites try to push out and try to like get you interested in. So now that you've decided your habit, let's go through the process of building it and making sure that it lasts. So here are three easy steps to making sure that your habit lasts. So the first thing first, we start off with, well, planning. He who fails to plan, plans to fail. Something Winston Churchill was quoted as saying. Something that's very true with habit building as well. Um, when you go through and you're starting to, first off, you got to plan what habit you're doing. We talked about that in depth last time on the three steps to choosing a habit that's right for you. Now we got to go through and plan when, where you're going to do the habit. What you want to do is you want to find the time and place that works best for you to do that habit. And once you set a place, because your brain, your brain automatically, if I don't know if you know this or not, your brain associates places with different things and activities so like for example if you sleep in your bed your brain associates laying in your bed with sleep i know it sounds like rocket science but that's basically how it works same thing with desks so if you sit down at your desk and you only work at your desk then your brain associates sitting down at the desk with starting working it also this is a very similar thing with music so if you listen to mozart when you're trying to study your brain automatically when it hears mozart start getting into the tune of studying it's also very similar with things like food like if you eat a certain type of food like grapes for example when studying eating those grapes have been found to uh, make it a lot easier for you to remember what you were studying when you were eating that type of food it's a very interesting thing that your brain does, but what you can use is use that towards your habits and using that for your habits in that sense. So one thing you want to do is first off decide when and then where you're going to do your habits. So when is a big time. So let's say you want to start a running habit, and this is what I did for me is I have to think about my time based off how my time is used uh, most frequently. So in the mornings, the mornings are my most protected time where it's my time. The mornings aren't like, it's not school at 5 a.m. It's not work at 5 a.m. It's not like playing games or relaxing. It's my time to focus and do what I enjoy doing. So what that means for me, or at least to move myself forward. So what that means for me is that 5 a.m. or whatever time in the morning. The morning is really, I have two hours in the morning that I can say every single day, that's my time that I can do my habits. So I wake up in the morning, I can go on a 30 minute run and then I can take a 30 minute shower. I can weigh myself, drink water. Those are some of the habits that I've been building for my morning. And then another thing that I've been doing is because I'm most productive in my mornings is I'll spend an hour working on YSB, a focused hour when everyone tends to be asleep. So I can put in my music turn off notifications, get a focused hour of work done. And I'm trying to build that into a routine and into a habit because I find that really important. And then, so the morning is my time for my morning routine is that's my habits that I have for the morning. So that's deciding when. When, first thing I wake up, that's when. When I wake up, then I will grab my gym clothes and I'll go on a run. Where? So when, when I first wake up, where, go to my gym clothes and put those on. That's they're sitting next to my bed. That's my when and where for my running habit. Then drinking water, when, after I go my run, where, where the water bottle is that I set the night before. When do I take a shower? Well, I take it after I drink my water. Where, 
well in the bathroom obviously <laughs> and then you know it keeps going like that you use that when where pattern so you say i will blank whatever you're trying to build whatever your habit is at time whatever time or whatever action that precedes it and then where where that habit is linked with your brain so for me my bed i try to keep my bed being where i sleep because that's where you know you're supposed to sleep and all that sort of stuff but what you want to don't you don't want to get into the habit of associating your places with different things it's part of like so one of the things that i do which is you're not supposed to do it but basically what i do is my desk is where i work and where i play which means that i don't my brain is always thinking about work and it's always thinking about playing games at the same place which is, you know, a little bit difficult for trying to associate a place with an activity. But going forward on that, once you've decided when and where you're going to do that activity, that's when you can start building into a more consistent routine. Another thing for deciding when and where is looking at the habits that you have now. So looking at the habits you already have, maybe you have waking up at a certain time is that it is a consistent habit that you have every single day. Maybe you brush your teeth immediately after you wake up. What you can do then is you can do this thing called habit stacking where you choose the habit that you want to build and you do it before or after a habit that you already have in your routine. So for me, waking up in the morning is a habit that I have because, you know, I wake up in the morning and because it's every single day, you know, it's a habit. So waking up in the morning, then I tie that and I've also been taking daily showers because it's important to be clean and stuff and I like having my hair done in the mornings. So I tie my showers with my habit of weighing myself and with before that so what I did is I tied my running habit to my showers as I said I'm going to run and then I'm going to go into my normal habit which is taking a shower because that habit has been built up over years and years and years what I can do is I can take a new habit that I want to build and I can stack it on top of the ones that I already have it makes it a lot easier to flow through it makes it that's how you really build routines another thing with planning is that you want to plan around inevitable life events. So let's say, you know, there's a lot of times where habits, you want to try and keep them up and repeat them as much as possible. It doesn't mean that you have to do it every single day. It's morely about the repetitions that builds the habit more so than how many days you've been doing the habit. So say if you brush your teeth and you do it twice a day, you're more likely to keep brushing your teeth than you are if you were to do something only once a day, like let's say running. So it's about how many times you do it and how consistently. And part of that is due to when and where you do it. Because, you know, I'm not going on 45 runs every single day. I'm only running once. And there's things like that. It's the repetitions of doing it. Along with that, you don't want to, you don't want to like have your habit be something that's so large or so it takes up so much time that inevitably will get in the way of other life events. Like I've had days, and I'll be honest, I've had days where I haven't been able to do my morning routine because of other things that have popped up. There's other things like I had to help out with activities around the house, with repairing a mailbox, things like that, that just kind of pop up or help someone out, help a friend out or something like that, that pops up during my normal morning routine or something else that pops up and takes over that time. Part of making a habit smaller is so that you know, if you shrink down the amount of time it takes for you to perform your habit, then what will happen is that it's a lot harder for life to get into the way. So it's like a lot. So let's say, take this example, right? I used to try and read 45 pages a day because I was trying to read one book a week. 
And what that did is I tried to build that into a habit. But the problem was is that it took me 45 minutes to an hour to read that amount of time, which means that every single day I was spending an hour on just on reading. So if a school project or if a family event, if something popped up, then suddenly I'm not able to continue that habit. And one thing you would be a little bit concerned about with that is that you don't want to stop your habit for more than two days in a row. After you want to keep a streak going and you don't want to stop for more than two days because if you stop for more than two days, you start to lose. It's really hard to pick back up. And I've had that like I've tried to build the habit of stop playing games at a certain time. But because I didn't do it for a few days in a row due to like hanging out with the family and other sorts of things, you know, that habit was really hard to pick back up again. And it took me another week or two to get back to that habit and that routine. And so you want to do is you want to make sure that you don't miss it more than two days in a row. So the second step is you want to make your habit approachable. As we were talking about last couple seconds ago, we were talking about making your habit shorter. And that has serves multiple, multiple purposes, right? If you make your habit shorter, it's a lot easier to perform every day. And it's a lot easier to fit into your schedule, even if things pop up. So I went from trying to read an hour a day to only reading a few pages every single day. I'm still reading and I'm reading more consistently than I was when I ever tried to read for an hour a day. I'm reading much more consistently. Granted, the pace is a lot slower, but I'm more it's more guaranteed that I'm going to be able to do it every single day because it's a lot easier to start. And making it shorter also makes it easier for you to start that task up. Because, you know, starting up a task when you're thinking about it like oh man, it's going to take me like an hour to do this. You can kind of, you lend yourself to start procrastinating on things that take longer than 30 minutes. So if you try to, I would say as a rule of thumb, and this might sound like crazy, but keep your habit under two minutes long. Now you'll be like, but I can't do, I can't go on a run that's worth two minutes. No, but focus on the first two minutes. So what I did for building a a running habit that I had in the morning is what I started with is I focused on the first two minutes, which is just getting on my gym clothes. Now, I'm not saying you have to just stop and move on to the next thing after two minutes. I'm just saying that if you were to keep track of this, if you do the first two minutes and then you stop somewhere along the lane, you still, you did your habit today. You started. And that's the important part is starting the first two minutes and focusing on that. So for the running and stuff, I focus on the first two minutes of the run, and then I continue around the running loop because, you know, you kind of have to continue when you're halfway through. So what I did is I built the habit of just starting to run, and then I would naturally just finish it off, and it became a 20, 30-minute run slash jog. And that's how you naturally build up the habit. Making it smaller makes it easier to start, and it's less likely that it will get in the way or that life will get in the way of doing it repeatedly. And this makes it a lot more approachable, and a lot more easier to start it up, which is a big part and a big problem that people have when trying to build habits is that after a certain time, they either get bored with it or something will happen where they'll lose interest or they just won't find it approachable. They've tried to set a habit that's too big for themselves. And then what happens is they look at it like, oh, I don't have an hour to try and read today. But people have two minutes. You know, you have two minutes waiting for someone to get out of the bathroom. You have two minutes like sitting on your phone or social media. You have stuff like that where you have like a little bit of time to just start and build that habit. And then what you also want to do is start removing the barriers you have to starting it. One of those things, like we've been saying, has been making it shorter, keeping it under two minutes, but removing other barriers. Like let's say if you want to run in the mornings, this is another thing that I had is that 
it would take me a couple it would take me five ten like 15 minutes to try and get gym clothes and other sort of things get the phone the playlist get my phone on my like wristband for going on a jog setting what route i'm going to go all of that stuff takes a lot of time and what you want to do is you to remove their barriers for it so what i do now and this is another habit i have which is in the night before i go to bed i set up the clothes i'm going to take after a shower and i'm also setting up my gym clothes and what that does is along with gym clothes shoes sneaker so shoes socks phone headphones wristband Everything is all set up the night before, so all I have to do in the morning is just slip it on, go out, go on a run, and then come back. It's just as easy as that. I removed a lot of the barriers that I had when first beginning with that process, and now it's a lot easier to start, and it makes it more into a routine. So find those things that make it difficult for you to start that routine and then start tearing them down. Number three, we have enjoy the cookie. We have the idea of... When you want to start building a habit, one of the ways that your brain, as we were talking about earlier, how your brain associates places with activities, your brain also associates doing routines with rewards. And that's what a habit is. It's associating cue, and then that goes to a routine, and then you get the craving the craving for, so it goes cue, where you're like, okay, notification, craving, you want to open up your phone, routine, you open up your phone, reward, you see the message and you respond. And so that's kind of like the cycle of a habit, right? But now what you want to do to keep a habit going, and the reason that habits are built is because your brain starts associating the craving and the reward with the routine and the cue. And so what you have to do is you have to start adding a reward into your habit. What I've been just doing with using running as my example would be that I also wanted to build the habit of drinking water. And so what I would do is I would set out a glass of nice cold water before I go on my run. That would be my reward and it builds another habit on top of that. So you kind of have like a hand-in-hand sort of thing. I built in a reward, which is going, getting a nice glass of water. And then I also built this secondary reward of taking a nice shower. And so those two things combined make running much more satisfying. It's not necessarily the act of running itself, but it's the rewards that follow that make the habit be built and last. Another part of building a reward is you want to make sure that the reward you're building doesn't contradict the goal you have set. So if your goal is to be fit and healthy and your habit is to go on runs, then your reward shouldn't be literally cookies, cupcakes, donuts, what have you, because that contradicts the goal that you have set for yourself. You want to set up something healthy, maybe some your favorite fruit, vegetables, something like a healthier side, maybe water, energy drinks, some sort of like healthier like you know Gatorade sort of drink not you know just shocked up energy drink Um, but you want to build in some sort of like reward that associates with what habit and goal you're trying to set for yourself another thing that you can do as a reward and this is something that I personally find really fascinating and something I really enjoy doing is tracking and setting up a habit tracker is a really really good way to keep track of what days you've been working on your habits and how and all of those X's. So what I do is you have the list of habits you're trying to build in order through your day routine, and then the days of the month. Then you have a total, and then what you do is you mark off X if you've completed the habit or if you did the first two minutes of that habit, and then you leave it blank if you did not complete it. What's really interesting is they can start to see a pattern emerge of either you find that the mornings are easier to do together, 
or that you find that some days you're unable to do certain things, you should definitely take some rests. But when you look back on it, you'll be able to see all the progress you made. It might not seem like a lot of progress, but if you read a book in a month by reading a few pages, then you've accomplished much more than you have without doing those sorts of things. So it's like you're able to see all the little progress you made, and looking back, you'll be able to see all of the different days that you've had. Like I've been able to look back on my um, tracker, my tracker journal that I keep in my pocket with me. And I'm able to look and see like, oh, I remember this day because I wasn't able to go on a morning run because my friends needed help or something like that. So there was like, I was able to look at these things and go, I remember the day I couldn't work on Younger, Smarter, Better because there was something else that popped up that I need to spend my time on. So there's things like that. It's also really good, like a memory device, as I was saying. So in conclusion, we have planning out what habit you're going to be doing, when and where you're going to be doing those habits. Remember, your brain associates places with activities and make sure that you stack those habits together. So if you have a consistent routine now, if you want to build in a new habit, try to stack those things together and make them stick because that builds up a nice routine. Another thing we do is we have second part, making it approachable. Shortening the amount of time it takes makes it a lot easier to go through and do that activity on a more consistent basis. And it makes it easier to start up that process. It's more approachable to start that activity. Another thing we have and the last thing is setting up a reward for that habit. Makes it your brain will start to register the craving and the reward with the cue and the actual routine of the habit, making it a lot easier for you to build the habit and making sure that it lasts through those difficult days. This has been Christian and Lita with Younger, Smarter, Better. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun making it and researching all about it. If you want to find us out else, we have a blog on wordpress.youngersmarterbetter.com. There will be a link to that in the description. We also have a YouTube channel that I am super excited to announce that will also be in the description section below. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, stay hungry for knowledge.